Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Hey, Shannon, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm very excited to be here talking with you and talking about personal power. This is a huge issue, like always, but especially now because so many people are feeling like they need to make a change. Everything's different. Some people don't have work. Their whole life is in upheaval because of the pandemic. And so many of us feel powerless. Absolutely. It's definitely been a year of change for everybody, actually in the world. And it's so important that we pay attention to how we deal with our feelings about change. Personal power is a kind of mental strength that we choose to bring to every situation. So why is it we don't know more about this? Well, I think your personal power comes from, your level of personal power comes from when you are small, if you were fortunate enough to be in a family where you were given choices, you got to choose whether you had milk, orange juice, or water, that kind of thing, uh, you learned that you have rights and that you can exert your uh, needs, make sure your needs are met, say what you need, and people will respond positively. Many, many people were never taught that. They were told to sit down and be quiet and do what we say. And in order to feel loved and appreciated or uh, emotionally safe or sometimes physically safe, some people learned that they don't have any power, that their only power is to make other people happy. So they become a reflection of other people instead of secure in themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so important to realize that we each have the ability now, especially if you're an adult, you have the right to make your own choices, make your own decisions, and not rely on other people to do that for you. So if you weren't given those opportunities to express your opinion and advocate for yourself when you were a child and you're an adult, and you're struggling, and you're thinking, there's something missing here. How do you go about giving yourself those opportunities that the people in your life when you were little didn't? Well, first of all, you have to uh, get in touch with yourself and figure out what it is you want. Uh, what can you do? What do you feel? And when your feelings come from your thoughts, Amazingly enough, a mm -hmm. lot of people don't realize that. They just say, oh, I feel this, so I have to do it. Well, maybe not. Um, so pay attention to your thoughts. There are several things that you can do to reclaim your power mm -hmm. if you don't already have it. Uh, first thing is to stay unemotional and focused when you're dealing with some situation or person that is challenging your power to do what you want or feel is important. Realize that you can't change other people. A lot of people think, especially if you were raised in a, a family where you had to make other people 
happy in order to have your needs met, uh, you may have learned that the only way to get your needs met is to cater to others. And that's called codependence. And it's important to realize that you really can't change other people. You can't make them any different than they are. The one thing you can change is yourself. You can look at all the options available to you and decide where you can make an impact. If you're in a situation that you don't like, you do have the power most of the time to remove yourself from it. Mm -hmm. Or if you choose to stay, accept the responsibility for that decision. And most of all, be aware of your thoughts and your feelings and take responsibility for those. That's a biggie. That's Yes, that is a huge one. Um, we often give the responsibility for our feelings to others, and that is a losing proposition. <laughs> Both directions, you know, give them responsibility for you, yes. and then you're miserable. Right, and they're miserable most of the time. So boundaries play a huge part in this, and that's a whole other topic, but... It is. <laughs> yeah, we all need to have boundaries. Uh, there again, that's something that you might have been taught as a child or you might not. And being aware of what works for you and that doesn't work for you and making it clear to others is very important. And that's where you, you utilizing your personal power, exercising it comes in, mm -hmm. is making your boundaries clear. So what about for you? What, what are, what's your personal power situation? <laughs> Diagnose yourself. <laughs> so I think it's, it's, it's a practice. I think it's like taking care of your physical health. It's an ongoing thing. And what I was going to ask was, how might somebody recognize that maybe their personal power is being neglected. They're not taking care of it. They're not checking in with themselves. What does a life look like when you start forgetting or neglecting to engage your personal power? I think that you might notice that you're unhappy, that uh, you're not finding the joy in your life, that things you want to do are not happening or People you want to know are not wanting to be there. Uh, a wide variety of things. And it's important to be able to acknowledge what you're feeling and what you're thinking and how you want to exercise your power in order to be able to make yourself happier. Mm -hmm. What about you? These days, because I've <laughs> lived a while... Uh, um, I'm, I'm very happy and feel that I do what I want when I want to pretty much. Obviously I consider other people. Mm -hmm. You don't want it, your exercise of personal power to be arrogance where you just stomp on everybody. There needs to be a balance, but it's important to make sure you have you're, to respect other people's personal absolutely. power. Absolutely. And you just make sure that you're both in the mix. And sometimes one person is more in control and sometimes another person is more in control in a relationship. And as long as there's a balance, that's a good thing. When it's not a good thing is when 
one person is always in control and the other person uh, just follows along because they have no choice or think they have no choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You asked what about me. Uh, when I was younger, uh, very young, um, I always thought that I had to make other people like me. And the way to do that was to have them uh, like what I do, which meant that I would do whatever they wanted. And I learned that didn't work for me. So now I uh, am very aware of my wants and needs and also aware of the wants and needs of the people I'm close to or my friends or even people out there in the world. And whenever I can, I do what I can to support them and be what they want. But it has to fit into my vision of who I am too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all about balance. Of everybody I know, you have a very beautiful way of asserting yourself and saying, here's where I stand in this issue. You're welcome to stand wherever you like, and then we'll go from there. But it, there's never a pushing yourself on anybody or requiring somebody to be a certain way or respond a certain way to you. You're just very self-contained. Oh, wow. It's, it's really lovely. And it allows other people to be the same. Well, that's quite lovely. Thank you. It seems to me like when you take responsibility for yourself and your own happiness, the greater you, including you, but the greater you, of course, <laughs> right. that it then lets everybody else off the hook and allows them to be who they are too. It, it It's kind of a equal and opposite reaction. It's like, I'm going to take care of me, you take care of you, and together we can go far. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they see where you meet in the middle, and then you can go off hand in hand or whatever um, on a new footing where it's all about respect, actually. I think respect is a word that isn't used a whole lot these days, but it is so important mm -hmm. where, first of all, you respect yourself and your needs and wants, and you also respect the other person's needs and wants. And when you can, you find a common ground, you find common footing. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, then you'll have a terrific relationship. If not, you'll have to decide whether compromise is comfortable for mm -hmm. you in whatever situation it is. You know, whether you have hamburgers or hot dogs for dinner, uh, you can compromise on that. That's not a biggie. But on the big things in life, it's important to be clear with yourself first before you try to compromise with anybody. And then you have to listen. Well, I mean, we were just talking about how your interactions with people can be affected if you're not really clear in who you are and, and aren't taking care of yourself. But on a grander scale, you can't pick people who are good for you if you're not paying attention to what's good for you. I mean, your personal power affects who you surround yourself with as well as everything else in your life. But your your relationships will be so much better if you're able to say, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. I love that phrase. It's you. Nobody can fight with it. And it's not to be 
a jerk, but it's like, yes, you know, that, that action phrase, whatever doesn't work for me. Nobody can say, well, yes, it does. (laughs) You know, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. But if you, if you aren't able to get in touch with how you're feeling about things and do something about it, then you're not going to surround yourself with quality people necessarily. Exactly. You could by accident, right. but what are the odds of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so important to be clear and about what works for you so that you know where to exert your personal power. If, if you can't do that, then other people are going to run you in circles all the mm-hmm. time. But, and yes, it works for me. It doesn't work for me. I think it's important to add that you don't necessarily have to come from a terrible family to need to work on these things. I mean, you come from a great family. I come from a great family. And these are, I don't want to say they're issues, but they're certainly parts of our life that we address and take care of. Absolutely. And that may we may have struggled with at some point, and it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody failed us. Oh, no. This is not about blame, ever. Never about blame. It's so important to realize that most parents do the best they can with what they know at the time. And as people grow, they learn more. But most parents of young children are just learning as they go. And you have to appreciate them for that. And we all do the best we can. And then in the process, we will probably make mistakes or there are things we could have done better, but we don't know it. And uh, that's why as adults, we each need to take stock of ourselves. And it's not about blaming or looking at where we came from and saying, those people were awful. It's just saying, this is what happened there, and this is the result of that for me, and this is what I want to do with it because now I'm an adult, and I can do anything I want with myself. I can uh, make myself strong and powerful and accomplish everything I want to do, or I can choose to make myself weak and vulnerable and be a victim. But it's never, ever about blaming the families you came from. Always appreciate those because they did what they could at the Mm -hmm. time. Okay, so if we want to start today taking a look at our Mm -hmm. personal power, what are some steps we can take? I think you can start by looking at areas in your life where you feel in control and strong. And then look at the areas where you feel victimized. And see the feelings that go with each of those and the circumstances that go with each of these and decide if you want to keep them the way they are. And also, it's good to notice what it feels like emotionally and physically when you're in control and what it feels like emotionally and physically when you're not in control of what's happening in your life. Talk about that a little bit, the combination between what's going on emotionally and what's happening with your body. Uh, Well, we all know that if things are not happy emotionally, 
then we're probably feeling stressed and upset and uh, sad or depressed or anxious. And all of those feelings react negatively on your body. We all know that stress and such things causes depression and is bad for your heart and it's bad for your blood pressure and so many things are connected to your physical things, are connected to your emotions. Oh, getting in touch with emotions is important for your physical body. Or sometimes your physical situation will be a red flag for you to let you know, oh, there must be something going on in my emotional life that I will need to look at. I like that, that maybe you're not thinking along those lines, but your body's going, hey, buddy, something doesn't feel right. You can tell our muscles are tight. We have a headache, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's very important to always pay attention to what your body's telling you and also pay attention to your thoughts because your thoughts create your emotions. And you can choose your thoughts. And you can. It's so fun. (laughs) It just takes a little practice. (laughs) Yes, but we do not have to be a victim to our thoughts, but that's a whole other episode. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. And so we have some things to work on. We all do always. While we work on our next episode. So what, what will we discuss next time? Well, next time we will talk about self-esteem and self-confidence and how they relate to personal power because they are a huge part of feeling strong and capable. Love it. Looking forward to it. Yes, it will be big fun and we'll talk soon. (laughs) Thanks, Sandy. (laughs) Thank you, Shannon. See you next time.